This podcast would not be possible without our fantastic podcast partners, Vincherry and One Up Sales. If you're a growing recruitment business, these are both award-winning products you must consider when looking at your recruitment tech stack. Because you listen to this podcast, you're able to get your hands on an exclusive offer. For both of these products, you're able to get 10% off per user forever. So if you haven't considered looking at these products yet, I'd highly recommend it. If you want to get the most out of your people, have the best chance of scaling with more confidence, use the link in the show notes, book in a call and find out if both these amazing products can be great partners for you on your business journey. This is another Golden Nugget episode, which are a lot more shorter than our longer conversations and they are packed with value. They're all about the key takeaways, the practical insights that we believe you should be noting down and walking away with when listening to our longer episodes. So let's get straight into this week's Golden Nugget episode. I hope you enjoy it. You are working with individuals, groups, human beings on a daily, weekly basis to help them perform better, to help them fulfill their potential, work on their mindset. And I asked you in preparing for this, what are the three most common things that you come up against? So I just wanted to start there and we can dissect each one because if these are the most common things that you see, then there's a very good chance people listening to this are experiencing these things or have experienced these things working for them. So the first one that you shared with me is limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So let's start there. Like what I'd love to hear your take firstly is when you say limiting beliefs and you're working with people, individuals, what does it actually sound like and look like when someone has or is struggling or is working through limiting belief? What does that sound like? What does that look like? Yeah, it could be as simple. And some people might be listening to this going straight away. Yeah, I know I've got them. I know people like, as you say, well, what are they? It could be anything from I'm not going to have a good day today. Or, I'm not going to hit my target. Or I always struggle speaking to these types of C-level people. Or I'm, I'm never going to be as good as this person in my team or my colleague, or I'm never going to know enough. And people sometimes will ask you, well, what's the reason behind that? And you go, I don't know, it just is. That's just who I am. It's just me. You build an identity around it. That's a limiting belief. There's no real evidence. So you might go, this one time this happened to me. And it's like, well, how many times have you done that? 50, 60 times. But that one time it happened or it didn't even happen to me. It happened to someone else, you know, and you build those kind of limiting beliefs based on other people's feedback and experience as well so that in a nutshell is what a limiting belief is so you said there's no evidence so do you is that a big part of it that someone sits in front of you and goes chris i just can't do sales i can't i'm just not that good at it i've had a few calls that went okay but most of the time i've had to deal with rejection i wasn't able to do that objection that i got on the phone so you said that word evidence there, which I find interesting so often are you trying to help people understand that you haven't really got any evidence to back up this limiting belief that you're telling me that you have, like what, what is it that you find yourself doing to help these people arrive at the destination where they go, oh, like I've just decided that I'm telling myself that rather than seeing evidence that backs up what I'm saying. Mm. Is that what you find yourself doing? Or? Yeah, yeah. And there's a tool. I mean, the, the analogy I often use is our brain's a bit like a Google search engine. Anything you type in, it's going to come back with evidence. So if you're saying in that scenario, I'm not good with sales, it's going to go and run through all the archives to give you evidence as to why linked to confirmation bias. Mm. and back it up for you. And when we when we are often telling ourselves limiting beliefs, we're in a very sort of statement mindset. Okay. And this is where our primal brain is sort of driving. And our primal brain doesn't really know how to think logically. It's very driven on emotion. So it won't question things. It'll just be like, okay, if that's the case, that's the case. It's very like the kind of chimp childlike brain. And when we're like that, we're not going to challenge it. 
So there's a tool linked to something called cognitive restructuring, something called an ABC method. It's not always be closing, <laughs> um, but it's activating event beliefs about the event and consequences. And this is used in cognitive behavioral therapy as well. I've worked with plenty of people who've said, oh, I've used this in therapy. I've never thought to use this at work. It's like, well, there you go. Like these tools can translate. And the idea behind it is you've got your activating event. Maybe it's the certain point of the month or the quarter, or you get an email from a candidate or a call, you come off a call and you think, oh no, or you see, a, can we have a chat from your manager, for example? And then the activating event, often we internalize that, which then creates irrational beliefs about the event as in, I've done something wrong. This isn't going to go well. I'm not going to hit my target, all those things. And then we have those irrational beliefs, which then lead to negative consequences, which means we lose focus on our role. We change our process that probably would have served us very well if we kept going. Or we think, oh, someone's annoyed with me. So we start pestering them or they're ignoring me. We start pestering them. And now they're annoyed with you because you've started pestering them. So the idea behind cognitive restructuring is to externalize the activating event through questions. Because when you ask questions, you activate the rational part of your brain. That's why, for example, when we've all been there on a, on a Zoom call and you're in a group and someone asks a question, you think, well, was that for me? Like your brain wakes up from it. So it's asking questions which then can create more rational beliefs and more positive consequences. So a really simple example of this, which I go through with people, is go, right, okay, let's identify the situation you're in. Is there a pattern? Because the more you can recognise the pattern of it's, oh, it's coming up at this certain point of the quarter or whenever I have a call booked in with this person, this happens. And just by knowing that, you can start to preempt it or prevent it. The second thing is write down all your automatic negative thoughts, your ants. Like what are the things you're thinking are going to go wrong? What are the things you're thinking did go wrong? And then imagining your brain is like a courtroom. You've got the prosecution there throwing out all these accusations saying, this is going to go badly. This is terrible. They're not going to buy into you, whatever it might be. You want to imagine creating a defense and the defense goes, where is the evidence that this thought is true? And what else could be true here? It doesn't go, don't think that. We're very big or sometimes people jump to that, don't they? Or you might say that to other people, oh, you shouldn't worry about that or don't worry about that. It doesn't work. Your brain will worry about it more if you're saying that. So where is the evidence and what else could be true in this situation? And then also, what are the benefits of feeling like this or thinking this? Like, how is this serving you? We're often very quick to jump to, here's all the negative things, but what's the benefits? What's it helping you preempt or prevent as a result of it? Interesting. 